Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. Okay, peeps, this part of the show is my big old virtual hug, and thank you for reviewing my podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This comment comes from Orange West. Orange says, inspiring conversations that make you realize you can do it too. Maudie is a wonderful host and inspiring woman herself who lets us see we can design the life we truly want and interviews women who back this up. Great podcast. This legit made my entire week. Thank you so much, Orange West. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review and I will make sure to get a shout out to you on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Woolner. And today you just get me. It's a solo cast and I'm going to share all of my tips, tools, and resources for you to be able to rock your morning practice. I cannot tell you how pivotal and instrumental having a morning practice has been for me and my life and my business. I've coached hundreds of women through uh, beginning a morning practice and I've heard only amazing positive things from beginning and continuing one. I also know that most of the mentors that I follow, very, very successful men and women, swear by having a consistent practice that they do every single morning to start their day intentionally and on purpose, to start their day from a place of uh, self as opposed to a place of serving others. It's a time to just be with yourself and give yourself what you need for the day ahead. So I just finished up a free five-day morning practice challenge, and inside the challenge, there were a bunch of women who got so much goodness out of the group uh, coaching that I wanted to share it with you this morning or today on the podcast. So I'm going to just go over what I do, what I taught inside the free five-day challenge, and encourage you to take a few of the tips that I'm going to share with you and implement them tomorrow, okay? So the first thing that I want you to consider is what is your goal for having a morning routine? What is it about your life right now that you are craving and that you believe beginning a morning routine would start to help? Are you craving more control throughout your day? 
Maybe your days are feeling really hectic and crazy, and so you're you're craving calm and a feeling of being grounded, of being centered. Maybe you're super busy like Moa, and you just want more structure in your day. Uh, I know I have said this so many times that I just take life day to day because we are so, so busy, and I know you are as well. So maybe our goal is just some structure. Maybe it's just some organization. Whatever your goal for a morning practice is, it's important to get really clear about what that is. And the reason that I find it's important to get clear on why we're starting a morning practice is so that we can measure our success and so we can create a sustainable habit. Okay, so for example, when I started my morning practice, all I was really craving was some more personal development. I wanted to really focus on myself and I wanted to focus on becoming a better coach. I wanted time to read and journal about my ideas and my thoughts. And what I was finding is that I couldn't find the time during the normal day. Once the kids woke up, once I started my normal daily routine, I could not find any time or I wasn't making the time to read and journal and um, focus on my personal development. I couldn't do it during work. I couldn't do it after work. Hello, kids and sports and chores and all those things. And even though I have been telling myself that I wasn't a morning person, what I realized was the morning was the only time that made sense. It was the only time that I really truly could carve out for myself and my personal development. So that's why I started my morning practice. Before you get into yours, I would really, really suggest journaling it out. Why are you doing this? What are you craving? All right, so the other thing that I really think, another thing that I really believe is important to a successful morning practice is prep the night before, is really thinking about and considering all of the logistics of your morning practice. And this may seem so silly, but please just don't discount this part because it's so important. So I want you to really think about every little thing. I want you to think about what time do you need to wake up? I'm not talking about what time you're going to set your alarm for and how many times you're going to snooze. I'm talking about what time do your feet hit the floor in the morning for you to be able to have enough time to practice the morning routine that you are craving. I want you to think about and consider where will you practice? Okay, so... Are you going to practice at the kitchen table? Are you going to practice on the couch? Do you have a meditation pillow? And the reason I want you to consider this is I want you to think about what does that space need to look like? And here's why I believe this is so important. I practice on my couch. I grab a cozy blanket. I have my journal. I have my coffee. And I snuggle up and I start practicing each and every morning there. On the days that there is a pile of laundry sitting on the couch with me, I feel a little flustered. I'm sure you can relate, right? Because there's something that hasn't been done and it's in my space and it's in my head. And now I'm thinking about both journaling and the laundry. 
that is not my intention for my day. I don't want to start my day feeling behind. So the night before, I get really intentional about clearing my space, making sure the laundry is not within eye shot, right? And I can't see it. And so um, I feel calm and centered at peace where I'm going to practice. Next, I want you to think about how long are you going to practice? And there's no right or wrong here. Some people have a morning practice that lasts an hour. I really recommend the book, The Morning, uh, the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, and he suggests a full hour. For me, that was too much to start with. I practice for a half hour, but there is nothing wrong with starting with five minutes, 15 minutes. The important piece is that you think about it the night before and get intentional about how long you're going to practice. The last thing to consider is what your morning practice will entail. And here are a few things that I have used over the years. One, I really like to look at my calendar for the day first thing. I like to just have an idea of what is coming at me, what sports are coming at me, what we're having for dinner, what work looks like, what coaching calls I have, etc., etc. I also love to journal, and I do have some journal prompts in my blog, and I know that there's some journals that actually have prompts as well. My journaling has nothing to do with anything specific. It's whatever's on my mind. How am I feeling? Am I feeling excited? Am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling anxious? It's my time to really just jot it down and get it out of my head onto the piece of paper. I also love to meditate. And here are a couple. I use guided meditation apps. Here are a couple that I use that we will put in the show notes. Uh, I've used Headspace. I've used Meditation by Muse. And I know that there is another one that I'm not thinking about, but we'll put it in the show notes for you. Um, I also know that some people just put on a nice, soothing Pandora or Spotify mix and sit in silence and use that as their meditation. Uh, I love to read in the morning, self-helpy books. I also like to exercise. Now, sometimes I don't have time to get my full mile in or half hour of exercise, but I do like to get my blood pumping each morning. So some days I'll just drop down and do 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups to get my exercise in before I start my day. Other things that you could use in your practice are affirmations or gratitude, writing down all or thinking about all of the things that you're grateful for. So the very, very last thing to consider the night before is what do you need to make your practice uber successful? If you are going to journal, guess what you are going to need? A journal. If you want to use guided meditation, you will need to have downloaded the app. If you want to read, you are going to have to have a book handy. You get it. So that's how we start. We start the night before by getting really intentional and thinking about what our morning is going to look like. The next piece that I just want to make sure that we're really, really cognizant of is that I call this a morning practice because that's exactly what it is. Our intention is not to be perfect every morning. We just want to focus on progress over perfection and to see each morning as an opportunity to practice getting towards our goal, to practice starting the day calm, to practice starting the day organized. It's all a practice, and I don't want you to beat yourself up if one morning 
you feel a little off because guess what that's called? Being human. (laughs) The other thing is that there's absolutely no right or wrong with a morning practice. You get to decide what it entails. You get to decide how long it it lasts for, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, what happens if you have all the best intentions and you wake up late? I don't want you to forego the entire morning. I would suggest finding a little tiny way that you can brighten your morning, even if you're scrambling, even if you're running late. Here's a couple thoughts. Uh, light a candle. As you're throwing on your makeup in the morning, light a candle. I find that when I light a candle in, mor- in the morning, it kind of just centers me a little bit and it doesn't take t- any time at all. If you don't have time to do your visualization or your meditation, while you're in the shower, close your eyes. Take just a few deep, calming breaths to center yourself. That, sister, is a morning practice, even if that's all you've got. Another little tip is uh, if you're running late, is to instead of tuning into the news on your way to work or on your way to the gym, is to tune into a podcast or tune into an audiobook. I like to always have one handy so that if I am kind of feeling a little flustered and I want to calm down in the car, it's a great way for me to center myself again. All right, all right. So I've gone over all of the different things that you could do each morning to begin your day in control and from a place of intention and purpose. And what I want to just remind you again is that I would suggest practicing or trying as many different aspects of the morning practice that I outlined as you possibly can. Not in the same day, right? We don't we don't need to take two hours every single day to get everything in. But I do suggest practicing meditation once in a while. I do suggest practicing affirmations once in a while. I do suggest practicing visualization. Here's the thing. My practice does not include visualization every single day anymore. But because I have tried it in the past... I now can tap into my visualization when I know I'm going to have a day that I need to stand up in front of a bunch of people or a day that I need to have a direct uh, conversation with one of my team members. I can use the visualization on the days that I need it. And that's exactly what this morning practice is all about. It's about trying all these different tools, all these different things in the toolbox so that when you wake up, you can really tune into your body and realize what you need. The other day I woke up really, really funky, really, really off. And I realized that the last thing that I needed was to read my super positive, uplifting, self-helpy book. That would have made me not feel so great. What I did instead was I got my journal out and I just brain dumped everything that was on my mind. And I felt so much better. And that's all that my morning practice entailed that day. And so because I had tried all these different things, I was able to tune into my body and do what I needed on that specific day. 
So that is my suggestion for you. And that's my goal for you is to practice enough that you can really pick and choose from your toolbox each and every day uh, based on how you feel and what you need. Sister, I, I strongly believe that every person can benefit from a morning practice. And I would encourage you to start tomorrow if you don't already. If you do, please let me know uh, any positive effects that have come from the morning practice because I love hearing about your success. I love hearing all the positivity from you. Thank you for being here and have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way, you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.